0: This episode of the Steve Friedman Podcast is brought to you by Performance Inspired Nutrition. Live a more healthy and active lifestyle with the all-natural, plant-based products from Performance Inspired Nutrition. Whether you're wanting to lose weight, maintain weight, or get started in the gym, or amp up your existing workouts, Performance Inspired Nutrition has exactly what you need. From Whole Food Daily Multivitamins, Beauty and Collagen Support, Zinc Supplements, and Diet and Energy Support with All-Natural Metabolic Enhancement. All the way to whey protein powder, apple cider vinegar pills, and the amazing anti inflammatory. Absolutely simply, these things have changed my life. They're turmeric capsules. Performance inspired nutrition has you covered. Check out pi nutrition.com to learn more. Enter code Steve at checkout. Get 10% off your order. Live a more healthy and active lifestyle with the all natural plant based products from performance inspired nutrition. Find them today at pi dash nutrition.com. We're also brought to you by the Artist Development Academy, artistdevelopmentacademy.com, where you can get the information, access, and guidance you need to be successful in your path in the music business. You get that information, access, and guidance directly from hit songwriters, multi-platinum selling producers, Grammy winners, label and publishing company executives. Our all-access members get access to our entire online library of courses like YouTube for Musicians, Monetize Your Music, The Art of Songwriting, My Artist Development Masterclass, and like that, The Art of Songwriting is taught by five-time c Songwriter of the Year, Reggie Ham. You also get so much more. Machine, a machine for Songwriters, it's all there for you. Plus, you'll get access to our members-only forum, where you can post your work for feedback. You can develop relationships, create and find collaborators and co-writers. It's all there for you at the Artist Development Academy. Don't forget, just for being a loyal listener to this podcast, I'm giving you 30% off your annual membership. So when you go to artistdevelopmentacademy.com and you pick your membership, you get to the checkout screen, enter code Steve, and get 30% off your annual membership. Do it today. Check it out. (laughs) artistdevelopmentacademy.com. Well, I know the country is in the midst of something we've quite never seen before. Maybe you could go all the way back to 2000, Bush v. Gore. And I've got some thoughts on it. Plus, I want to talk about a new angle Spotify's taking. All of that and more coming up on today's episode of the Steve Freeman
1: Podcast. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real, raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman.
0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. Uh, look, today, there's no video version of the podcast today, and I'm, I'm gonna get into a little bit about that, and I guess now, now let's get the business out of the way. And then I'll tell you why there's no video episode of the podcast today. And a few little changes that might be coming to the podcast overall as far as that's concerned. But first, let me get some of the, uh, the business out of the way. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcast, I greatly appreciate it. Rate us five stars, leave us a written review, and we will feature some of those reviews right here. Actually, we'll end up featuring all the reviews right here on the podcast. Anything that I might talk about that there might need to be a link, like an article, we're going to talk about an article in uh, the uh, Business Insider. Uh, today, I'll put a link to that article in the show notes section. You can find that at thestevefreeman.com. Don't forget, if you're not following me on social media, at the Steve Freeman everywhere. Plus, we'd love to have you as a member of our brand new Facebook group. It's a private group. You, you ask to join. Myself or one of the other moderators will approve you, or maybe in some cases they won't approve you, but it's, it's worth a shot. It's a growing community. and I love posting. I love seeing what everybody else is posting on there too. So I'd love to have you over there at the Steve Freeman podcast, Facebook group, go to the Steve Freeman.com. Uh, you can find it there. You can go to facebook.com forward slash the Steve Freeman, and you can find our uh, podcast Facebook group right there.
1: All right. I got
0: some things I want to talk about. First, I want to give you some updates on what's going on uh, with the podcast. There is no video version of the podcast today, Uh, mainly because I've been kind of laying low. I've not really been up at the office much. Um, I did produce a record the other day, so I was up there. Um, But some things are changing. I've talked to you guys many times about the move to California is coming. And I signed a two-year lease on our offices where we are located now, where the recording studio is and the podcast studio. That lease is coming up at the end of December. And I, I did. I, I, there's no way in the world I could sign another year because we're going to be leaving in May. And to me, we're in the process of getting the new podcast studio. Uh, created done put together all the equipment's been ordered some of it's already coming in and being delivered to the house in California and i really kind of want to put some time and focus into getting that set up and i'm going to be going back and forth to California so i'll be batching a lot of episodes that will be shot in the new studio so i say all of that to say is that we will probably uh, over the next co- next month next month and a half we will be moving out of our recording studio and Podcast studio um, to take all of that stuff to California,
1: so I may, I may put a, an end to
0: the video episodes of the podcast for a little while. Um, I've, I'm in right now. I'm doing the podcast today from my uh, temporary studio here at the house. Um, And I mean, I guess I could set up video. I mean, I could do that, but it's just I don't think I'm going to do that. I think we're going to stick to audio until the new episodes in the new studio in California. So those of you that that. uh, Like the video versions of the podcast, you're just going to have to listen to the audio. Um, That's it's just going to be the easiest thing to do. If I change my mind and I decide I want to set up cameras in here. I might do that. I am bringing back live streams this month, though. It is November, and I told you guys we were going to start live streaming again. So many of you guys have reached out to me and said that you missed the live streams. So I am bringing back the live streams. Um, and, and who knows? Maybe I might do video versions from here uh, on the podcast. I've certainly got the setup to be able to do it. And I might. I'm just not committing to it. So that's the reason we're going to I'm not going to sign another year's lease when I'm only going to be here another four months. Uh, full time. So we're moving out of our out of our studio space um, over there. But uh, it's going to be tough. We're moving both the recording studio and the podcast studio and the offices. So it's going to be it's going to be a little rough and it's just easier on me for right now uh, to do the audio versions of the podcast. And there's so many more. That's, the other thing is just like I've said before, there's so many more of you guys. Like it, like five hundred thousand to to a thousand that that listen to the podcast versus watch the video version. So, I'll let everybody know that's watching the video versions. Uh, somehow, they put a video up on the YouTube channel or something to let them know that we're not going to be having video versions for a little while, so that they can they can find the audio versions. The same place you guys find the audio versions. Anyway, some of y'all probably don't give two shits about what I just said, uh, but I wanted to let you know what was going on. Uh, Just in case. Uh, One of the things I I do have to talk about the election briefly. Um, Last Monday's episode, I said, you know, I was worried about tomorrow and I I, I think I had every justification. I may have been wrong on the the landslide issue of of stuff, but I got to be honest with you guys. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. There is voter fraud going on with this election as it stands today. We still don't know who the president of the United States is. And I don't even think if they called it right now, they're going to call it right or properly because there are all of these stories coming out, video footage of people changing ballots, creating ballots, uh, all kinds of craziness uh, that's going on. And it's not just Republicans guys that are saying this. I mean, there are now Democrats coming out going, look, I work at the polling station. I saw them. Uh, changing the the dates on ballots, changing the names. They have found over 20,000 in, in, in Nevada alone. They have found over 20,000 ballots of people who have been dead for years. They found over 10,000 ballots uh, that were cast of people that don't even live in Nevada anymore. They are finding hundreds and thousands of ballots with the people that had the birth date of one one
1: what was it? One uh, one, nineteen hundred. It, it it's it's insane what's going on here. Um, I think, regardless of
0: what side that you fall on this, whether you're pro Trump or you're pro Biden, as an American, it should bother you. It should bother It, it I, and, and look, I I will I would say. And not only that, but you got to look at what all has happened here. And that is all of the pollsters got it wrong. They said Trump was going to lose Florida by 12 points. He ended up winning it by seven or eight. Uh, it, it's all been completely wrong. Um, nothing is adding up quite right. One of the big problems they're having right now is they're finding ballots in states like Pennsylvania and North Carolina where there were people that were voting for nothing but president. And all of those votes, were for Joe Biden, and they weren't voting for any of the amendments that were on the, the uh, ballot. They weren't voting for, for senators or state rent. They voted for nothing other than Biden for president. They're also having a hard time understanding why in many of these areas in Pennsylvania, in North Carolina, Georgia, uh, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona, why president, or why Biden was getting so many votes for president, But then all of the Republican senators and congresspeople were getting reelected. It's like there were ballots that people were were voting for Biden for president and then voting Republican for everything else. Guys, that just doesn't happen. I'm not saying it's never happened, but it doesn't happen in the numbers that they're reporting. They're wondering why in these states that are highly contentious, right, contentious right now, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, why all of the Republican congresspeople and senators are winning. But Trump is not winning in those states or, or has he has a lead in those states, but it's very small that when these other uh, senators and, and, and Congress, congressmen and women are, are winning handily, two and two is not equaling four is what I'm saying. And I, I've I, I've kind of, I've purposefully stayed off of social media. Because I see other people trying to post factual information and the, oh, you're just being a sore loser. And it's like, no, I'm sorry. When two plus two doesn't equal four, then something's fucked up and something's not right. And, and I don't care if the shoe was on the other foot. And, and this was happening to, to Biden and things were just blatantly, blatantly wrought with fraud. I'm sorry. I know I, I I took some heat from a lot of you guys that listen to this podcast that that are Democrats on on Monday's episode. You didn't like what I had to say. I'm sorry. I just come from the school that and I got into it with one guy in the the YouTube comments on on last time last week's episode or Monday's episode and. My point here is what I, what I guess I don't understand is everything negative that they say about Trump is, is true. It's all true. Everything that they're saying is true. Doesn't matter what they say. It's true. But nothing negative that's said about Biden is true. That's what I don't get. That's what I don't understand. That type of partisanship, that angle, I don't understand. I, I've never understood why in this situation, especially. That no matter what the media says about Trump is 100% true. Nothing negative about that's being said about Biden has any credences and is not true whatsoever.
1: That, that's just
0: blind loyalism. That is not good for our country. So I don't get it. I don't understand it. As we stand here today, on Friday, we still don't know who the president is. I'm glad we don't because, like I said earlier, I'm afraid that if we did, we really wouldn't know. We, we're not going to know for weeks.
1: And I think what you're going to see happen over the next few weeks, you're going to see the worst of the worst of
0: our country because I think there's going to be major voter fraud revealed. And I don't know in what form it's going to be reveal, revered, revealed, I can't even talk, revealed yet. But I'm telling you, they, they have physical evidence. And when all of this starts coming out, my only
1: prayer is that that it's done so in a way and reported as it should be. Because if the shoe were on the
0: other foot, I can promise you that if for a second any of the Democrats thought there was voter fraud on behalf of uh, Donald Trump, it would be reported in every allegation would be on every newscast, it would be everywhere on social media, and it would be 100% the truth. What I guess I'm saying is I think both sides should be afforded that.
1: And we should wait for the facts and see what the facts actually are. It's going to be interesting to see. All right, that's all the politics I'm going to talk. I, I do have a story
0: I want to talk about. And this just Oh, it doesn't surprise me. I, 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 it, 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 sh- it shouldn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. But I don't know how many of you may have saw this article from Business Insider. I will put a link to this article in the show notes. But this article by Grace Dean uh, came out the other day, and I think it got overshadowed because of the election, uh, if you want my honest opinion. This, that was not a good day to put out a story like this, unless you wanted it to get buried. But the headline reads, Spotify will promote artists songs to more users if they agree to lower their royalty payments. Let's dig into this a little bit. This article says artists will soon be able to promote their music to more users on Spotify, provided they take a pay cut from the platform. Spotify currently recommends new music to listeners using personalized algorithms that are based on the artist's. Uh, A user listens to the time of day and the release date of the songs, and that accounts for about 16 billion listeners a month or 16 billion listens a month. As a part of this new trial that's going to start soon, artists or labels can make specific tracks show up more often in these recommendations in exchange for lower royalty payments. Now, in not asking for an upfront payment, Spotify says it was ensuring the service was open to smaller artists. Artists will be paid less for songs users uh, surface in this way. When asked by The Verge, Spotify declined to say how much lower this quote promotional recording royalty rate would be, but added that the idea for artists seems to be able to earn a positive return on investment by using the tool. The company said its press release that its users were its priority, and that artists couldn't use the promotions to override the recommendation system, which makes no sense to me. If you're one of these artists that's willing to take less than nothing, which is the other part of this that I don't understand, Spotify already pays us nothing as it is. So how in the world are we supposed to get less than that? You're willing to promote our music for us if we'll take a lesser rate. Well, what? Less than zero? which is pretty much what it is right now.
1: The company said its press release that its users were its priority. Yeah, we feel like you're, we're a priority.
0: They go on to say we won't guarantee placement to labels or artists, and we only ever recommend music we think listeners will want to hear. Now, we all know that's bullshit. I mean, that's just plain bullshit. It says the test will only apply to Spotify radio and autoplay formats, which is where listeners want to discover new music. It would later expand it to other personalized areas of the platform. People have increasingly turned to Spotify and other streaming services during the pandemic as they look for ways to stay entertained at home. Spotify's number of monthly active users grew 29% year on year to 320 million in the quarter of September alone. Now, some of you may be saying, ah, big deal, what difference does it make? I, I, I want you, and I said this uh, a while back, that it's always been this way with traditional and terrestrial radio, which is why I say that, that, that trying to get your music on radios is, is just, it's futile, it's, it's dumb, it's stupid, it's a waste of energy, it's a waste of time, waste of financial resources, a waste of everything. But I said back then that, that streaming would become as much of a pay-to-play game as terrestrial radio. And here we go. Spotify, will, will under this new trial program that will be rolled out, it said later it will be rolled out across the entirety of the platform of Spotify. What they're now telling you is that if you're willing to accept a loyal royalty rate, they will start promoting your music. Here's the thing I don't understand. That's pay to play folks that except it's the other way around. If we
1: can pay you less, we will feature your music more. For those of you artists out there and songwriters out there.
0: And and see, here's the thing. I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't know a single artist that I've ever worked with that won't take this deal because y'all want your fucking music out there. You want, you want, you, you still have these illusions of grandeur of getting millions and millions and millions of streams and people knowing who you are and all of this so this the, all of you guys are going to take you're going to you're sitting here listening to the podcast you're going man this is fucking bullshit until they offer you the opportunity and then you're going to take it you take it for the same reason that you you get screwed over time after time after time after time and that's because your expectation level is too high and you you want something you want to feel like you're getting somewhere. So if, if Spotify offers you the opportunity that they will recommend your music, if you will take a lesser royalty payment, you're going to take it because the perception of getting more streams is more valuable to you than the art that you're creating. I know that. I got to be honest with you. I'm getting bugged I, and I don't know what it is, but it's like anymore when I'm on, when I'm on social media, especially Instagram. And and I don't know why, but it's the chicks that bug me the most. The guys do, too. Number one, you can't tell a a, a male artist one from the other. They're all wearing the fucking black V-neck T-shirt, the ripped up black jeans, uh, the hat turned backwards and the freaking combat boots. I I, I don't I when you can you don't know who's who they all look like the exact same. But I'm it, it physically bugs me like I get pissed off now when I see artists posting things on Instagram. Like little, they're you know they're sitting down, they're playing this. It's like, who gives a fuck? When you look at things like this happening with Spotify, and you can see what they're doing, and they are basically exploiting your music, and they're exploiting your your willingness to give up what little money you get from Spotify anyway, if they will promote your music more. It's like, I, I, why? Why? Why are, why do you even want to be in this
1: business? All I, I see these posts on Instagram and it's like, who the fuck are you? And, and why
0: are you even doing this? There's so many other things you could go do with your life that would be far more productive. And every one of them thinks they're going to be a superstar. I don't know if I have to go back all the way and, and blame American Idol and blame the voice and blame. I don't know what it is, but th- that. These people, they come to Nashville and they think they're going to be a star. And all it does when I see their posts on Instagram is just piss me off. And I hate now more than ever what's what Instagram is doing on the thing where now they're recommending all of these other accounts. So once you've run past the people that you follow and the content, the 1% of the people that you follow, they allow you to see that 1% of that content. Now you're seeing post after post after post after post after post post of people that you don't follow with the little blue follow next to it. So they're recommending people for you to follow. And it's all algorithmically based. So I'm in Nashville and some of my stuff has to do with music. So it's suggesting all of these bullshit female artists and bullshit male artists that think they're somebody and they're on there doing, everybody's doing, you know, the cover of Fleetwood Mac and everybody's doing. And it's like, I get so sick. They make me sick at my stomach. When I I see them try to stand out in this vast amount of other artists and songwriters that are out there, I, I don't understand what gets into the psyche of somebody and they go, I actually think that I can stand out above all these other 20 million people.
1: I applaud you for it. I think you're a fucking moron. I applaud you for it, though. And they're just all cookie
0: cutter. It's the same thing. It's the same artist. It's the same brunette. It's the same
1: blonde. Wearing the exact same thing. Singing the exact same song. I, I when you look at things like this happening with
0: Spotify and 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 everybody talks about how horrible the business is right now and it really is. That's why I'm getting out of it. It's absolutely horrible. Why does anybody even want to take the chance to be In that business. I just don't understand it anymore. I used to get it. I used to get it when there was a lot of money circulating, a lot of money going around, and you could you could find success back in the heyday. And and you didn't, you did, but I think it's fame. I think these people want to be influencers so bad they can't see straight. And and they think they're going to stand out as an artist. And, And and I see all the time, I see. Uh, one the other day where this these I don't know if they're sisters, I don't know if they're cousins or what, but it's my feeds everywhere have been blown up with them. And I'm like.
1: OK, you're never going to make it. And maybe I'm just a pessimist, but I, I have this ability. I can look at an artist
0: and tell you whether they're not whether they're going to make it or not. And half of the times uh, on when it comes to Instagram. I don't know if these chicks are trying to be models or if they're trying to be artists. In half the time, if you click on one of them, it's like it's it's uh, it's like 40 posts in a bathing suit. And then every once in a while, they're playing a the guitar, singing a song. It's like, I don't know who you want to be. What they want to be is famous. And if the guys listen, the guy, I'm going to get shit for talking female artists here. But and I don't give a shit. You can give me all of it you want. The guys are just as bad. You all look exactly alike. All, except for Luke Combs. Luke Combs is the only one that doesn't look like anybody and nobody wants to look like Luke Combs. So he's pretty safe and secure in
1: that. But everybody else looks exactly the same. You cannot tell them apart. About the other day, one popped up that I have a, a friendship with somebody.
0: And I watched this guy sing for for I don't know it was twenty seconds before I, before I realized that was not my friend. I couldn't tell them apart. They look exactly alike. It's almost like there's a, a a Halloween store. It's it's like the Nashville artist costume store, and that's where you go, and that's where you find your your black V necks, and you know all of the girls find the the white uh, jean shorts in uh, the boots. And the sun dresses. It's it's like you. It's like there are five outfits that male artists are allowed to wear and female artists are allowed to wear, and you all get them at the same store. It's it's like a uniform. It's like you know nurses and and doctors. They all. It's like you go to private school uniforms. You have to go to this special place. I'm almost positive that there is now somewhere located. There is a, an artist store. And that's where you go and you go pick from one of these five approved uh, uniforms. And that's what you're allowed to wear. And then I think they all go to the same social media university because it's the same post with a different person in it, wearing the same clothes and the same pose as the other person. You know, I've talked about it a hundred times on here. What, what, I, what is so odd to me is that you all want to be noticed but you're unwilling to do anything to stand out. All you're doing is replicating what you've seen somebody else do. And we used to be a business of people who were unique, that had something different to say, something different to add, had some different sound or some different look.
1: But we don't want that anymore. We're willing to do anything it takes to be famous. Even famous in a bubble. Worse more than anything, we are willing to do anything to be and have the perception of being somebody. And see, Spotify and other companies, they know this. That's why
0: they can come out with a plan like this to where they can promise artists that they will promote their songs to more people on the platform if they will agree to accept lower royalty payments. The reason they're offering this is because they know every single artist that they offer it to will take them up on it. Cause see, here's the thing. They're not going to offer this to Chance the Rapper. They're not going to offer this to Post Malone or Sway Lee or Maroon 5 or Taylor Swift or any of these other artists. They're not going to offer them that. They, they have nothing to gain there, and they know the answer would be no because those people don't need introduced to new audiences. Everybody
1: knows who they are. They're going to offer this to you. They're going to take advantage of you because they know they can. They know that when they offer this, you're going to jump at the opportunity. What's
0: sad is what I touched on a little bit earlier. And that is that you guys will say yes because you really don't value what you're doing. You don't value
1: your art. If you did, you would tell them to stick it up their ass. But you won't because the thought of, oh, Spotify
0: will promote my music and I can get more listeners and I can get more fans. You'll eat it up every time. They could even tell you that they would promote your songs to more users if they could not pay you at all. And those of you that you would take them up on it. Forget lower royalty rates. You would take zero. How do I know that? Because you guys will go sit down and play on lower Broadway for three and a half, four hours and get paid 40 bucks and go back tomorrow night to do it again.
1: I guess I'm saying at what point do you realize you just quit getting you, Don't you ever just get tired of being screwed? What I get tired of is seeing all these
0: people allow themselves and putting themselves in positions to get screwed and then complaining about it. Feel the same way about Kanye West and his record deal. You signed it, buddy. It's your signature. You can't be a Monday morning quarterback now that what's happened is happening. Go back and go, this deal was unfair. Well, it wasn't unfair when you didn't have shit to your name. It wasn't unfair when you didn't have anything but needed the resources of the record label to make it happen. It wasn't unfair then
1: because it's got your signature on it. I'm sick and tired of seeing all these artists when COVID was at its worst.
0: Talking about how bad these bars are and they're not paying and they're not doing this. And the minute these bars open back up, you motherfuckers can't wait. You're all standing in line
1: to get back in there and play for 20 bucks a night. I hear all the time people talking about artists getting screwed and songwriters getting screwed. Well. You're letting it happen. I'm getting tired of seeing people
0: allow themselves and putting themselves in those situations and then complaining about what happens to them after they put themselves in the situation. You know, at some point,
1: we've got to have personal responsibility. I get sick and tired of hearing songwriters bitch about their publishing deals. You shouldn't have signed it. It's not like they changed the deal after you signed it. Because just like Spotify, in all of these situations, if you allow yourself to be taken advantage of, you will be taken advantage of. And if you seem to be one of these people that is perpetually getting screwed over and over and over and over again,
0: guess what? It's your fault. I can't blame Spotify for doing this. Of course they would do this. Of course, they're preying on your dreams
1: and, and, and they're preying on your expectations. Of course, that's what they're doing. But I don't blame them. I blame you. I blame you because when, when programs like this happen and Spotify comes up with this thing, you know how they do that? They do that with a sample base. And they test these kind of things. And they test this. And what they found when they tested the people came back and
0: go, yep, artists are willing to do that. If we tell them we're going to promote their music, they'll take less
1: money. They'll take less royalty payments. Based on this sample, we think, we think that it's good to roll out to everybody. So I can't blame Spotify for taking advantage of. It. Not when you let it happen. Maybe it is time to start standing up and stop being taken advantage of. I know that's easier said than done, but I also know that it's possible. So I would encourage you, send a loud and proud message. The only way to get programs like this to go away are for people not to participate in them. But if you'd like to take a look at the article, read a little bit more about it, you can find a link to it in
0: the show notes. Guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the Steve Ruman Podcast. I hope you all have an amazing weekend. I know what we're going through right now as a country is difficult, but try to find a way to relax a little bit. Maybe take your mind off of it. Binge a new show on Netflix. Something. Get your mind off of it. I know I have to do that. I've been consumed with it and and I know I need to back away from it. There are more more Life is going to continue. No matter who wins, who loses, life is going to go on. And we don't need, and hopefully we're not, burning relationships with people based on the outcome of a presidential election. This is going to be going on for weeks. So just strap in, and we'll all take this ride together, and we'll see where it comes out on the other side. But I hope you have a great weekend. Be sure be kind. We need it right now. Guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Steve Freeman podcast. I will see you in the next episode. Until then, keep being creative. Keep pressing the boundaries. And there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you next time.
1: This is the Steve Freeman podcast.